Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael. My brother Adam. We're the Sharf Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Hey everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have, uh, we're, you know, it's my brother Michael. My brother Adam. The Sharf Brothers. Yes, we are. We've been the Sharf Brothers pretty much my whole life. Hey, well, Really, your whole life. My whole life. You, you had, I had a, a brief stint where brief stint I was where you were just, a solo artist. I was just the brother. Yep. Just well, I wouldn't have been. I would have been the sharf. The sharf, right? That would have been it. <laughs> that would have been it. That's, and it was a good gig. It was. Yeah, Wandering well, around. You know, you know, I was a little lonely. It was bright. It's nice to have someone around. Nice that, to have someone around. You know, that agrees with you. And <laughs> and early on, I had no choice. Exactly. I just I couldn't even talk. So uh, it's like the ultimate silent partner. Exactly. So. Um, so you weren't silent, trust me. You were never, ever silent. I was never silent. Anybody never. who knows me or who has spent any time around, you know what they'll never describe me as? Adam's a really a quiet guy. He's kind of a quiet guy. He's a kind little, of reserved. He's a little unassuming. You don't, you don't really know if he shows up. That's right, exactly. You don't know how like, he well, feels about things. I, do. <laughs> I wish he would be a little more honest. It's, it's more, not more keep honest things so, you know, close, so close to the vest. Uh, these are all things people have never said about me. <laughs> so, and hopefully they never will. So, so today... On today's... On the podcast, podcast on, on, on podcast uh, number one of the day. Of the day. I, was I don't know what say, number this is. I don't either. It's, lot, it's many. It's many. It's really 22 or 23. Something like that. Um, so on this podcast, we are going to be talking about... Diversification. And being open. Yeah, as an artist. As an artist. So we don't necessarily mean uh, you got to make sure that you're not... Having all of your stock portfolio in uh, <laughs> Mac. We don't talk about stocks, and we don't talk about uh, stocks. We know very little about that, and the, what we do know about that, I wouldn't trust me about. Right. I would, yeah, involve nope. a professional. Okay. Exactly. That, that's what I would do. Don't try this at home, kids. Exactly. Um, it's, it's not. You know, you've got to get a professional. You, feel, you know, it's to, not, to help you. You know, with you your, know, as confused as Michael as, is. As Michael is really. <laughs> it's not your job to be as confused as Michael is. <laughs> so no, but what we mean about diversifying and being open is, I don't. I, I'll speak for myself. Uh, Please. I'm a little kid. Um, I decide I'm probably four years old. Might have been five years old. Hmm. I decide. I want to be a musician. I'm sorry. This is, and that was it. That's pretty much. I that never changed my mind. It was a long time that I stuck with that, right? Um, well, you briefly thought you'd be a football player. Yeah, because I didn't. Because I thought I waited too long to play guitar. You know, I'm already, I'm already ten. I don't even know how to play. I'm, a, I'm, I'm washed up. <laughs> I haven't played guitar yet. I'm ten years old. What am I doing? And uh, yes, right. I was going to be a football player. And uh, other than that, though, uh, I knew pretty early on. That I wanted to be a musician, but I thought, you know, I play guitar. I want to be a guitar. I don't know why I immediately chose guitar. It spoke to you. It it did, spoke you didn't me. choose it. It chose you. It chose me. And uh, that was it. Right. But I had this narrow vision of it as a young boy. Well, yeah. I think, boy, I think most, and then a young man. I think that's true of, of, of most artists when they get, even when they're not super young, when they're, you know, late teens, early 20s, even late 20s, that they're there's... Like, one way. There's one way. And There's, I will only do this. I will only do this gonna, immediate thing I'm, I'm doing. I'm going to get in a band. Yeah. I'm going to write some songs. I'm going to get signed. I'll get signed. I'll I'm going to get, wait, before that. Get discovered. Thank you. I'm going to get discovered. Then I get signed. 
to a wicked record deal where they just give you money. They just give you money. They just give you money. Because, you know, you're such an awesome artist. They just right. give it to you. You don't have to pay it back. No. It's not recoupable. <laughs> what does recoupable What's mean? What's recoupable mean? I we can do a whole podcast on recoupable. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even spell recoupable. We should do that. What we'll do, the whole podcast will be, we will list artists' names, yes. and then after it, we will say recouped or not recouped. Yeah. We could easily do that for an hour. That's not a problem at all. Yeah. Tom Petty's first two records, not recouped. Not recouped. Um, but yeah, you don't know anything about no. anything. And, and, and I had this narrow image of... You're going to be a rock star. You're going to be a rock star. Right? You're going to be a rock star. And that was for us was rock star. Now that would be pop star right. most of the time. Or rock star, pop star, um, you know, uh, famous singer, right? Yeah. Like you've got shows like The Voice and you've right. got shows like, you know, America's Got Talent mm-hmm. where that one's even stranger. Because you could win America's Got Talent by juggling. You could. You I mean, could. it's happens a lot. I don't know if that's a long-term career thing, juggling. It could be, if you're going to be in, in Vegas. That's true. That'd work. And, like with everything else, you would have to be amazing. you got to be the best one. you got to be the best one. Right. So, what can I do to increase my chances? Be awesome. Right. How do you become awesome? Practice. Right. You that's really- like... That's it. That's cardinal practice, rule. practice, practice. Right. So that that goes without saying with everything. That's sort of foundational. So, but then when we're talking about diversifying, what what we sort of mean is we're we are turning that idea of going to be the pop star, the rock star, the you know YouTube star, right? Which you may be. That's the, good. You Have know, that goal. That's what you want. Vine star. Right. Right. The then the platform disappears. Exactly. Uh, but not before you know Sean Mendes was able to. Yeah. Use it to catapult himself into a great career. But Sean Mendes wasn't only doing Vine. Right. And when I was going to say stick a pin in the Sean Mendes thing because I love the idea of um, he got famous and well-known. He was doing other things. He was super talented, right? Absolutely. But he got famous and well-known through a medium that didn't exist when he started wanting to be famous and well-known. Yeah, that would be true for Dispatch. Yeah, right, right, with Napster. With Napster. Be true for who and was that's the- And how about a window? How about a window? The, who Dispatch? was the MySpace ba- band? There was a MySpace band, too. Oh, there's a bunch of MySpace bands. Eh, not really. There was like one or two that was like, that was how they got big, and then MySpace was gone because Facebook kicked his butt. Yeah, well. Right? Yeah. So. Man, I miss those MySpace pictures, though. <laughs> that should be a filter. Jared, right? Wasn't he everybody's friend yeah, on but, MySpace? Right? Do you know what I mean? But like that should be a filter on- uh, on Snapchat. A filter option on Snapchat. Is all the hairstyles from the MySpace era. The the the, the emo swoop. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, right. Do you know the, what I mean? The sad swoop. Yeah, I just exactly. look that little... You can't see this because it's a podcast, but I just made a pouty face. He did. So. He absolutely made a pouty face. But, but so, all right, so, so the, the image of just having there be one thing... Right. Is a good goal image, right? Because you're driving towards it. It's good it. when you're starting. It's good. You know, it's a, so it's a good foundational... You gotta have a dream. It's a great thing for a ten-year-old. Right? And it, a goal. What a, a a dream is a. How do you say that? Goal. A. A dream, is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. I was gonna say. I was gonna say something really clever about how, you know, the difference between a dream and a goal is a dream is what you you know you don't have to do anything for. Oh wait, no. And the goal is how you actually make the dream. I think I actually wrote a quote about okay. that last year and made some snarky thing and then put it on it. Me, I, I said, said this. That. Right. <laughs> it was like a, a, a 
go. Uh, I can't remember what yeah, it was. So this is a really interesting podcast here. This is super interesting. So anyway, go, I don't know. Get up so, and go to work. So something the, like that. So the difference is that there's there's the work, right? That and yeah. there's there's the practice and there's the the you know getting yourself to do stuff that you don't want to do. Yes. You know, even if you don't, we've got, there's a bunch of tricks. Yep. There's a bunch of ways to yep. do it. There's a bunch of motivators that you yep. can do. You know. Uh, this is just, you know, the, the Mentoring for the Modern Musician podcast. Go to the M3 Artist website, and yep. we've got, you know, a bunch of different stuff there yep. to talk about. But, but so how it works into the diversity thing is that when you're first starting out and you're, and you're having this dream, you have an idea of how it's going to work. Yeah. Right? And you think, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and, and that's well, going to be and, it. And it's a good thing. You know what you want. I wanted to play guitar. Absolutely. That is a thing that I am now. I am I am associated with guitar my whole life. Right. Adam, the guitar guy. Right? And that's true. That, that, <laughs> Absolutely. In addition to everything it, else that I am. It totally is. He's a guitar player, man. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Um, but that, that narrow focus is good for the initial mm-hmm. onset. Totally. It's a bad... Is it, it's bad. I think it's bad. I mean, you can disagree with me, but I think it's a bad way to stay as you're moving forward. Because if you're super, super narrow in your focus about what's acceptable, you miss opportunities as they're going by you. So I think that um, I would agree with that as long as we put some parameters on it. Okay, let's put some parameters. So because I think that there are many, many, many examples, uh, both uh, in the past and currently, mm-hmm. where you could say that this person would tell you that what they did was they had a singular focus and played guitar and had some success at it. Yes. I think... And I'm not disagreeing with that. I know. And that's why I'm clarifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that listening to what you just said, I would... It would I got you. you could, I see what you you're saying. You could interpret that you're saying that's not enough. Right. Or that that's... Well, I am saying that well, that's I know. <laughs> or that that's not good. That I that's not that, good. That, yeah, no, right? and, and singular focus... So it is important mm-hmm. to... To have a singular focus, uh, so you know, if you're a guitar player, you need that singular focus for a period of time, so that you can get great at your craft. Correct. Right. I think what you're saying is that, and this may never have been the case, but I think that you could have made a case 30, 40 years ago that just be the best guitar player, and it's going to happen for you. Well, yeah. Well, in, in 30, 40, 50 years ago, there were more opportunities. If you happen to be the most amazing guitar player in the room all the time, and it's 1958, you can go to places where they record music right, and do all the stuff you need to do to get into a session, mm-hmm. but then be amazing. Right. Just and, always be there. And always so like be the, on time and not be drunk the, and the, do your chops the name of the, properly. The, the really famous... Uh, studio band from the 60s the Cutting, uh, cutting the, Crew? No, The Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Crew. The, the Cutting Crew is cutting an, crew 80s, an band. 80s hair band. Not a hair band, but British band. Yeah, I think so they the, were actually not a British band. So The, so the Wrecking but Crew. The Wrecking Crew. So you could be right, like that. So those were all uh, men and women who yep. were just outstanding at their craft. And actually there is a current you know, uh, example of this. You can be um, Jared Scharf. Right. Who is the guitar player for the Saturday Night Live band? No relation that we know of. But. No relation that we know of, although we love that he's got our name. Yes, we do. Or we've got his name. We have the name in common, whatever. Right. Y- yes, but there's only, there's one Jared Scharf. Right. There's one Saturday Night Live gig. Right. Right. The, there, you could be in a pit orchestra in in, mm-hmm. in New York or in um, Vegas. Absolutely. Right? And, the, and if you're, you better be amazing and your chops better be amazing. You have your to reading be. better be amazing. And you can do that. Those jobs, though, just are 
fewer. There's just right. there's just fewer of them. Look, you could you used to be able to play piano for silent movies too, <laughs> right? So if you play piano and you read music, go to any theater in any town. <laughs> and you get and hired. Get hired. All right, get, right. Here are the charts. So that's not right. An option, that's not an option, right? Anymore. So if you were only singly focused on I'm going to play piano for silent movies, right? There was a window of time where that was an acceptable way to be, right? Today is not that window of time. No, exactly. Um, so as a guitar player, are you a writer as well? Can you sing? Mm-hmm. Can you also play bass? Right. Can you play ukulele? Are you are you accomplished in more than one style of music? Yes. Are and then do you as, look good on stage? Right. Right. As always. Can you move? As always. Are you not a jerk? Oh. And this is okay. It's one of my is, favorite things from the the interview with Daniel uh, Uribe from. Uh, from Nicky Jam, uh, so Nicky Jam's lead guitar player and band leader. Oh, right, right. One of my favorite things that he said to us when we were talking about what he attributes success to, and, mm-hmm. and he talked about obviously first practice. Yep. Right. You got it. You got to do it. You got to be amazing. You have to be amazing. Be the best one in the room, and then make sure that you're playing out. Yep. All the time. Yep. Well, he also added, "You better be in a big city with lots of lots of people around." Right. Yes. Which is true. I mean, Which I think, yeah. I think there's a huge case to be made for that. certainly increases your odds if it you're increased... looking to the, for that kind of exactly. situation. And then he made sure to go out of his way to say, but the most important thing is you got to be a good person. Yes. Right? Well, and I think he thought of it as like a three-legged stool where yeah. you got to be a good person, you got to be amazing at what you do, and you got to know people. Yeah. And if you have all three of those things... Then you're working with something. Right. Then, you, then you got then you got something to work with. Yeah, and and I think that that's well. And what's funny is um, when we interviewed uh, AJ AJ Toby um, from Rough Trade Publishing, mm-hmm. one of the things that I thought was cool that he mentioned after the you know the crash um, in 2009, the market crash in 2009, he said all the jerks like left the industry. Right. Right. So right. everybody who was in it for money. Anybody who was just went to tech. who was just in it for the money went to tech. Right. And so the industry is even more it, like less jerky now. Right. It's more yeah. Than it than it maybe was in the past. Look, I I've seen the interviews of, <laughs> you know, David Lee Roth and Eddie Van Halen right. in the eighties. I've seen the interviews of the Allman brothers in the seventies. I've well, seen just the Liam interviews. Gallagher's Oh my gosh. Recent thing. Uh, that was where did we see that again? Was that on? It was on YouTube. On YouTube, somewhere. where he was talking about. Now you have to make my own tea. I have to make my own tea. Back in the day, you know, when people used to buy records before they stole all our music, there were four people making me a cup of tea, and he wasn't kidding. He wasn't being ironic, or I mean, he was completely serious. And he's super talented, and they they're an amazing band, right? Right. But that is a I I you know and sure that could happen. You could. You still could be that person. Just be Let's somebody say, who sings, and because he, he doesn't write, and he doesn't right. particularly play. No, and you could end up being the exception that proves the rule. You know, you could end up being Taylor Swift and still sell, you know, twenty million copies of a yeah, record. Yeah, but could Taylor be Adele Swift. And sell I don't even want. I don't want to even keep have Taylor Swift in this conversation because she. How much more diverse could you be? Right. Well, she's no, a songwriter right. and no, a guitar right. player. And Great a, point. She's a personal brand and has been since she was. Great point. Okay, so Adele is Adele is a better example of somebody who's a singer who writes a little. Yep, but isn't really a brand. Isn't really a. She's not a social media. No, that's right. She's not. She's not a social media person. Presence. And not a, not a presence and not a brand she's in not, that way. That's true. She's a that's singer. True. Yeah. Right. 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 Yes. And she still sells more albums than anybody ever. Right. <laughs> but the, the the reason that I wanted to bring her up is because. She is an example of the exception. 
Right. Right? Right. That it used to be there would be a number of those. Whole, 20 or 30 of them. Right. Selling, you know, two, three, four, five million copies. Right. Of, of you know, their most recent release every year. Yeah. There would be bands. Yeah. That were selling, you know, there was, uh, the charts were, look, here's the thing. Rolling Stone took out the charts from right. their last page of their magazine. Right. right, in the back of the... In the back of the magazine. Just because sales are not what they used to be. All right, now I'm going to sort of do a quick timeout. I like yeah. when you do that. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You can't see, but I'm doing a T. <laughs> so a quick timeout here. Um, you know that everybody listening uh, knows that our whole vibe here is not about being negative. No. And what we've just been talking about for the last five or ten minutes can be construed it's as... Not, it isn't negative. It, the reason negative. That, yes. Right? I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you did that. Yeah, I'm glad we you are, said that. We are not in the business no. of saying, you kids get off our lawn. Mm-mm. Do you know what I mean? We're, no. we're in the business of going, all right, okay, so this is the right. thing that it was. Right. So that's all foundational. Foundation. That's all fun, foundational yeah. background information that's important to talk about and establish yes before we say that's why what we urge is for you to diversify be multi-dimensional be multi-dimensional yep so let's say you have your own band okay right and you happen to have just released you know an ep can i call it quantico you absolutely can call it quantico i love that that's great that's a great great name where were you when we were coming up with album names? I know. 30 years ago. I know. 20, I'm good at it now. Ago, but. I'm good at it now. <laughs> so, and you happen to be playing a, a sold-out show in your hometown. Yep. And uh, two gentlemen uh, who are, are right around your age mm-hmm. um, say, hey, so. I know where you're going. We actually have a record deal, um, but we, uh, we don't feel like it's going to be as effective uh, with us as the front uh, men, we want you to join the band. We'd like you to join the band, and be you our, don't have to do anything except be you, be our front person. We'll, we'll actually play some of your songs too. If yeah, sure, we absolutely. Got, we got management, we got a practice space, and uh, and we have label interest. We have label interest. Here's what Michael and I would urge you not to do at that juncture: don't go. No, I'm focusing on my own thing. Right. You know, and and I'll I'll qualify that with saying unless you do fine, because Absolutely. there are people where where that's the the right decision. The right decision is no. As long as the right decision is no, because you are going to work twenty four seven. Yeah. Seven days a week. Yeah. Doing that. Yeah. And you have evidence. That it is gaining momentum. Yeah. On the other hand, you could also be growing as a musician and as an artist by making sure that you are taking the opportunities that come your way. Yeah, exactly. So you could be growing as an artist as you, you know, work on recording with a band and play shows to other people that don't know about you and do some touring and... So I can think of a great example of, uh, so uh, our friend Rich Redmond, who, who's the, the drummer for uh, Jason, Jason Aldean. Aldean. Uh, so Rich is one of the best and most sought after session drummers in Nashville. Because he's amazing. Because he's an incredible he's drummer. Not, he's an incredible he's drummer and an incredible guy. 
Right, because I haven't right? met him, but you, we've yeah. done some work with him, but Absolutely. you actually hung out with him for a while. So And and he's, a, he's an amazing, he's just a, a really great human being. Yeah. He's also Jason Aldean's drummer. Right. Right? Like, that could be it for him. He could, he could just do that. And he, he very easily could have just said, okay, so that's what I do. Yeah. Right? And uh, he's a production company with um, uh, Kurt Allison and... Uh, Tully. I know. Tully's last name Kennedy? T- yeah, it is Tully, Tully Kennedy. Kennedy but I almost, I almost was like, Tully should be one of those one-person names. He should. Because Tully's a great name, and he's a personality. Man, on he's it, got in such a great, and he's such a great player. Well, they're they all have, great players. And they have a production company uh, together, and they produced um, uh, Thompson Square, and right, right. So, so that could have been enough. Right. We are, we are Jason Aldean's band, and we have this production company that we do when we're off the road. Right, but Rich then also, well, he does session work all the time. He also then created a studio in his own house so he could do session work remotely, remotely from anywhere in the world. He's he, also a motivational speaker. And he created a system called Crash, yeah, which is all about you know, the things you do. And he goes in like with his drum kit and plays for corporate people or whoever mm-hmm. and explains, like, likens you know, the drive you need to have to be a working session player mm-hmm. with how to be a better human right? and how to be more motivated at work. and. Right. And then he also just released a video series of like five and a half hours worth of drumming and coaching. Exactly. About how to be a working, how to be the working drummer in Nashville. Right. He also decided to become an actor. Absolutely. Right? And so the reason that, that I wanted to, to. Yeah, he's a great example. Bring him up is because here's somebody who very easily could have said, I have my gig. Yes, exactly. Right? But he's not. He, he's continually looking to diversify his talents into whatever direction he sees yeah. that will be a forward motion. And the idea, and I remember you saying that he said, you know, do it, does it all. He does it all. He's just doing it all. And the yeah. idea is if you do it all and then you really sort of hunker down on the things that are bringing back results. Right. Then, and what's funny is it's super, it's just a super business thing. It is a super business, which which is not what we think of as artists. What not what we think of right. as musicians. Again, it's entrepreneurial. It's entrepreneurial, which we've talked about before. But mm-hmm. but th- that it is a thing that is that has shown a, a proven track record of of being a good idea right. and working in other areas, right. and something that in the modern music world, as a, a, a an entertainer. Mm-hmm. It's crucial to incorporate. Absolutely. Because it's just a different setup Definitely. than it used to be. It, yes. It's just different. Well, you know, it's funny. The, 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 the incredible artist that we're going to talk to in the next- Yes, Steve uh, David, uh, who is the saxophone player uh, who tours with and records with Marion Hill. Marion Hill. And the way that that started from the research I've done, we haven't talked to him yet. We'll but see what he says. Is that they've been friends most of their life, the three of them. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the the keyboard player uh, producer from Marion Hell said, "Hey man, will you just throw me some send me some tracks of of you jamming, and I just want I'll cut them up and I want to put them on some of our songs." Awesome, right? And Steve said because he's a recording guy too, he yep. does samples himself, and he's also a bass player. I think you told me. Yep. Um, he was like, "Yeah, sure, right?" And they did that, and it's. Some of the most integral parts of the songs are the horn parts that then were chopped up and oh, cut yeah, out. Yeah. Okay, so it could have just stopped there. 
But then they asked him if he wanted to come and tour with them. Right. And do the live thing. And, and he could have said, well, you know, I've, I've got my own solo right. thing going. Because he's legitimately and, an amazing musician. Right. Just and he's like, you know, I, I want to focus on my own solo thing. Right. And right. But no, he recognized the opportunity yep. to go and play with a band that could get him more exposure, that could get him more experience, that could lead to who knows where else. Right. 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 And we'll see because they're, you know, it's, it's. It's a work in progress. Things yeah. are always a work in progress. But it's a he's a brilliant example, and he's the next the next podcast we're doing. Right, um, a brilliant example of somebody who's diversifying, right, and and open to yes. those opportunities. Yeah, that that's so important to be look at the and and so now we're going to get into the weeds a little bit uh, with the time that we've got remaining about what why we used all that background to get to this spot. The reason that you need it's that it's important to be open is unless you are a seer <laughs> of some sort. Beware the Ides of March, Caesar. <laughs> That's a soothsayer. Sorry, being, not a seer. Being able to recognize what the next opportunity is, right, and embrace it, right, or go after it, right, or utilize it, or even flirt with it. Right. You need to be in a headspace that where you are open to those opportunities. Case in point, today is the December the 8th. 7th. Thank you. This is airing later, though. This is December. This right. is airing on the 8th. So it, we're recording 8th. it on the 7th. And yesterday, I'm going to say it as though you're listening to it tomorrow. 18 years ago, in 1999, the RIAA, Recording Institute Association of America, Recording? I said record. Rec- record industry. Record industry. That's not recording. It's recording industry. Okay. Um, sued Napster. Everybody remember Napster? For $100,000 per song. <laughs> per song. Per song. And they did this because they realized that this sharing streaming service was killing their bottom line. Right. And nobody was thinking about digital yet. Nobody was thinking about downloads. What what somebody who was open to diversifying and looking at the opportunities and there were people in the room who wanted to do yes. this, who were open to it. Yes. could have done is say, "Hey, what if we partner with Napster?" Right. And uh, figure out a way to monetize it. Right. Or what if we start our own Right, file sharing streaming with, service with Apple or something. And, right, and we call it iTunes or whatever. And, and had they been able to do that, right, things might have been a little different. The RIAA right. would have been a little bit more forward-seeing. Right. It is, it is by the way, Recording Industry right. Association of America. So, and the reason that that I bring this up is because so the RIAA did win that battle. Yes, they won that. Right, they totally won, With, but they completely lost the war. Yeah, because no, they exactly. were focused on this one little battle instead of yes. what it meant to the broader. Look, you can shut down Napster, but you're not going to shut down LimeWire and Kazaa, and, Kazaa. and then what right. leads to Spotify and, right. and right. Pandora, and and instead of being on top of that and being partners with it, and being partners with it, and figuring out a way to. 
make it work. They acted out of fear. Yep. And single mindedness. Yep. This is our this is our business. Yep. Right? What's the thing that you do from South Park all the time with the Oh, they're, they're taking our jobs. <laughs> exactly. South Park episode where people come back from the future to steal jobs because there's no jobs in the future. They call right. them goobacks because <laughs> they want them to go back. Go back to your future. So instead of having that kind of attitude, if you have your eyes open. Yeah. And, you know, we realize you're not a record industry, but you are a product. Yeah. And right? you're, you you're are looking, a brand. It's your you job are, to look after your career. You and are look a at your opportunities. Right. You are a business. Right. And so you want to be open to looking for those opportunities rather than trying to push them out. So we've talked about this before. Well, what if there's somebody in your town that's doing something similar to you and they came out of nowhere and all of a sudden they're getting more people at their shows than you you are? Right. Well, you can be, you know, you can either be pissed about that or you can figure out a way. So you can figure out a way to split a bill with them. Split a bill with them. (laughs) Exactly. Go have coffee. Go, Go have coffee and be friends with them. Right. Exactly. Figure out why they were able to build so much, you know. Exactly. Right. And hopefully it's not because they have better songs or that you write. Right. Right. Well, if they do, maybe you can co-write with them. Yeah. You know, exactly right. Be open. Be open. To the all of the opportunities. Yes. That are going to be there for you. So, yes. When you find out that you can, you know, you can do concerts, you know, Facebook live concerts or, you know, Street Jelly, you know. Right. Right. Concerts. Concert window. Concert window. When you find out that, that, you know, you know, Instagram will let you post, you know, a video with you singing with your instrument, do it. Right. Right. right? Whatever the new one is going to be. Right. Look you for know, the opportunities. Look for those opportunities to, you know, look at where you're getting traction. Yeah. And if you're not, look for another opportunity to yep. get traction. You know, back to that example of the, you know, the artists who didn't want to join someone else's band because they, you know, at the yeah. time, look for a band to join. Right. Look for somewhere else to, to, you know, you're a singer, be in more than one band. You're yeah. a bass player, be in as many bands as you can. You're a guitar player, same thing. Yeah. You know? And I, like, I get, I, I get a couple of things. One, I can imagine myself as a young artist hearing this and going, tell me what to do. <laughs> Which is, that's fine. You know, I, if you're there, I totally understand right. that. I feel that I've been there. Um, well, then what's great, and here, I'm glad you brought that up because we're not telling you what to do. No, no. What we're telling, what we're, what we're trying to say is look for yourself for what to do. Right, right. Because you are ultimately going to be the one who knows. Absolutely. If you, well, if you learn to know yourself a little bit, if you mm-hmm. pay attention to what, how you're feeling and you're not, yeah. you know, full of poo, then, <laughs> then you'll, you'll be able to tell what you're feeling and what are good opportunities right. and what, what feels right and what's gaining traction and where you're going. Right. Especially I've, in this industry. Yeah. There is not one path. No, there's multiple There's paths. multiple paths and what worked for one person, you know, might not work for you, but part of what they did might work for you. Yeah. And part of what someone else did might work for you. Yeah. So look for, look for that. Look, most of the time when you're an original artist- you like, uh, I don't want to play cover songs, man. <laughs> play my own stuff. Okay. Which is cool. I find, but, and that's cool, but then why don't you work that hard at your career? Right. And find your own stuff that works. Right. Right? Oh, great. Yeah, great point. And if you're yeah. playing shows and you're playing all your own stuff and nobody's showing up to shows ever, and when people do hear your music, they don't really like it. Right, or they don't, yeah, exactly. Maybe, you know, look inside and see if that's okay with you. Right. You know, if not... Look for another opportunity. Maybe it is. Grow. Maybe, maybe you join you know, a band. Maybe start. you're a math rock guy and, you know, people just don't do that. Dude, math rock, 
there are math rock tours. That's there the are thing. math rock That's tours. It. It so, could be anything. Well, but it has to be good math rock. Yes. Right. right. Just because you change and you don't keep a consistent tempo doesn't make you a math rock band. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Right? If you're, exactly. if you're a math rock band, you're probably like all of the best musicians. you're a musicians touring math the, rock band. You're like exactly. all of the best musicians on the floor at your music school. Absolutely. Who just stayed up all night and, yeah. let's change time to here. Right. But if it if it is working for you, yeah, you know, then then keep doing what you're doing and look for the opportunity to do something to do something else to do something else and, and be open to the new opportunities and don't rest on your laurels. Even though we tried not to say don't, right? Resting on your laurels tends not to be a good forward moving <laughs> career move. Yeah, there you go. I rewrote the sentence. I like it um, because there's so many opportunities. There's, there's never been a a more never been a time where there's been more opportunities yeah, where there's been more opportunities and yes it comes with its own challenges totally and I get it um, mm-hmm. but no there are definitely ways you can do things for yourself you can make things happen and they're all over the place keep your eyes open pay attention <laughs> and don't forget you got it. we got your back 